You're listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals. Hello, everyone. This is Liz Harvey coming to you from our studios in New York City, where we are dedicated to bringing you top-quality advice from many of the leading expert professionals across the U.S. In today's episode, we are speaking with practitioner Dr. Harry Schick. Dr. Schick is the founder of High Point Health Center and has been in practice in central New Jersey for over 35 years. He is known for his innovative approach to health and being on the cutting edge of the latest research. He appears on television and radio frequently and has written two books, What Else Can I Do? and Life-Changing Care. Dr. Schick is widely considered to be one of the top chiropractors in the U.S. and is also a contributing member of our national network of industry professionals. Today we're going to talk about a very important topic, anxiety, symptoms, causes, and treatments. Hello, Dr. Schick. How are you today? I'm doing great, thanks. How are you? I'm great, thanks. So let's get started. Okay. How, How do you define anxiety and what are some examples of different anxiety disorders? Okay, well, anxiety, which is unfortunately a very, very common uh, problem in this society, is really a, uh, can be seen as a feeling of unease in a person's mental or mood. But it's an unease to the point where it actually interferes with uh, what they are doing. It's a kind of a generalized worry that they have. So a person can uh, can get up and everything around them in the world may be fine or at least as good as it was the day before and they're going to work or whatever and things are fairly predictable for them. But for some reason there is a uh, an uneased feeling that they have as if something is wrong when really if they were to look around at their immediate environment there wouldn't be anything wrong. And this kind of a feeling pervades uh, and stays with them throughout the day. And often what happens is they wind up looking for something wrong to match the feeling that they have inside. Uh, the feeling can also be connected with other bodily functions. Often it's connected with digestive issues or um, body aches or pains or headaches and so forth. And to that point, can you describe the symptoms people experience if they have anxiety? Sure. So b- besides the uh, the digestive issues, um, people can really get uh, pains in almost any area of their body. Uh, what happens many times is that uh, earlier emotional traumas, which may be underlying the anxiety, can actually be held or, or, or kept captive in a, in a different part of the body. For example, a person may have had an, an issue in the past that affected their shoulder and they connected that feeling of anxiety with that. So now, even though there's nothing wrong with their shoulder, when they feel the anxiety, they still experience discomfort in the shoulder area. Of course, uh, other more common areas of symptoms can be a shortness of breath. Uh, I see many people who have uh, sensory issues. They can have visual problems or hearing issues. Tinnitus and ringing in the ears often accompanies anxiety. Because anxiety affects the nervous system and the nerves affect the whole body, really there's nothing out of bounds that that you say could not be related to anxiety. And what causes anxiety? And what are some risk factors that might increase the risk of developing an anxiety disorder? Well, anxiety 
there are two main areas that it comes from. Uh, first of all, anxiety can be from uh, a troubled past, mentally or emotionally, and whether or not the troubled past still remains with the person, the person can still have the feelings of anxiety. For example, if there was, let's say, a fire in the basement of a house and a fire spread to the second floor, so the fire in the basement of the house might be the original problem. If the fire is put out it doesn't in the basement, it doesn't mean the second floor fire also gets automatically put out. So there can be that kind of a secondary fire going on in the body, even if the initial uh, problem has, has been quelled or, or taken care of. And then there, are, there is anxiety that comes because of uh, metabolic issues, metabolic meaning body chemistry. So if a person, for whatever reason, has an imbalance of certain brain chemicals, popular ones that people may know of are serotonin or dopamine, if there is an imbalance in those areas, and there's many reasons for those imbalances, but if there's an imbalance in that area, a person may have no outward reason for anxiety, but still feel it because of the chemical imbalance. And then along with that, the other issue is uh, digestive issues. You know, people aren't aware that there's actually more nerve flow in the gut than there is in the brain. So an imbalance in what's going on digestively can actually make a person feel anxious. And I think many people have noticed that. They may have had an upset stomach or or had some kind of temporary digestive thing and, and just their mood was off or whatever. But imagine having that all the time. That would be anxiety. And are there any natural ways to help treat anxiety without medication? Sure, um, absolutely. And that's what we do all the time in our office. The uh, the to to take the two main areas, um, one is uh, if there is a digestive cause for it, which often there is, either the digestion is the primary cause or becomes a secondary cause, we do a, a full examination including um, there's a new type of stool testing that uses a DNA technology to find imbalances in the gut which can affect the brain. But the more common thing that we do has to do with uh, something called neurofeedback. So I mentioned before that serotonin and dopamine and other brain chemicals can affect the brain and, and cause anxiety. But the question is, how do those chemicals really do it? And the answer is that they do it by manipulating or causing problems with what are called brain waves. So if a person has a brain wave which is firing way too high, and everything is fine in their life, because that brain wave is firing too high, they're going to feel anxious almost like having just somebody irritating at you all day long, but inside your own head. So what we do with that is that we use, uh, we use a technology called neurofeedback, um, and neurofeedback works beautifully for this. So just to give you a, a brief example of how this might work, we find the area using uh, brain scan technology to see where the extra firing is that can be contributing to anxiety, and we put a a little tape sensor on the outside of the person's head, um, and that sensor is hooked to a computer, which is hooked to a TV screen. So we have a person watch a movie, and whenever their brain waves move into a more anxious position, the picture fades off of the screen. And when a pr the brain waves move towards a less anxious uh, picture, the picture comes on the screen. So as the person is experiencing less anxiety, they're being reinforced by being able to watch the movie they want to watch. This is um, a, a type of feedback that allows the person to retrain their own brain. The beautiful thing about it is that once they have finished retraining their brain, they don't need to continue. It actually stays that way. 
course, it takes place over a number of sessions, but we've seen people's lives change unbelievably beautifully uh, by using this. Wow, that's fantastic. Okay, and lastly, if someone thinks they need help managing their anxiety, what should they do first? Well, I would absolutely um, look at those two main areas. You know, First of all, I would you know, look to see if there's something going on digestively or chemically with them. And secondly, I would strongly recommend they get a brain map to see exactly where in the brain the problem is coming from. You know, if somebody has a, a heart problem, the cardiologist looks at the heart. If they have a liver problem, the internal medicine doctor looks at at their liver. But if somebody has a brain issue, most people don't look at the brain. So that's what we do. We actually have brain maps where we actually look to see where the brain misfiring is and then take the appropriate steps from there. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Schick. We know you're extremely busy. So I just want to thank you for all of your time and help today. Well, thank you. I I, I loved having the opportunity to discuss this very important issue. Thanks so much. And for our listeners across the country, if you are interested in speaking with the doctor, please visit www.highpointhealth.com or call 732-249-9800 to schedule an appointment. And on behalf of our team, we want to thank you for listening, and we look forward to bringing you more top-quality content from our country's leading experts. You've been listening to RazorCast. USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals.